class is back with Helena. Let's talk today about the difference between a high value man versus a high quality man. Now, I know everyone isn't on social media, but there is some buzz going on on social media about high value men and the difference between a high quality man. And it's really not a lot of talk about a high quality man as much as a high value man. And a high value man has been deemed by one particular relationship guru as a man that makes over six figures. And that's it. That's about the basis of that. And I listened to it knowing that I've dated men that have made six figures and more. And just because a man makes good money does not mean he has value. And a lot of women have this fantasy that if they are with a man that makes more money, that is going to give them the freedom of being at home and taking care of the house and their children and they don't have to work. So they're seeking this man and I think it's also fueled by you know social media, you know, you have the women that have these um really nice luxurious lifestyles where they have the handbags and the jewelry and they have their mate and because not all of them are married they have this mate and they're traveling and they're drinking pina coladas and so the women have this fantasy but I want to tell you that I strongly believe there is a difference between a high value man and a high quality man just because a man has money does not mean he's going to give it to you and let you sit at home and do nothing you still have to work even if you're maintaining the household. And I'm not, I don't mean you have to go out and get a job. Maintaining the household is a job. It's a job to the point where some women would prefer to work than have to come home and take care of everything at the house. So I want to lay my opinion. This is my opinion, Helena Paschal. Not all women, not all black women. This is my personal opinion about the difference between a high value man and a high quality man. I have been in relationships with both. A high value, when I look at value, And I'm looking at quantity as far as the definition that has been laid out by this particular person. And as mentioned, it's someone that makes over six figures. So it's considered to be a a man that has a considerable amount of money and wealth. He has money, he has status, he has education. He is generally an alpha male, so that is usually what most women look for, that protector, provider. He is very sure of himself, and he usually gets to the top by all means necessary. He is an alpha male. He is self-confident and charming. The part that... A lot of women don't know, and I think this 
particular guru has been shedding light that even though this may be a man of their dreams, he is also more than likely to be unfaithful. Now, I remember when I was a teen and I know my brother, he was my oldest brother was five years older than me. And he told me it was the first time I'd ever gotten cheated on I was in high school. And he told me that a man is only as faithful as his options. So a man that has money and he looks good and he smells good and he takes care of himself. And these men more than likely already know how to cook and clean. And if they don't know how to cook, they can bring in a chef and a maid. You know, you hire cleaning services. It's not as expensive as some people think to have a cleaning service come to your house monthly or bi-weekly. So they can pay for the things that a lot of women have held to a high regard as, hey, I do this and this is what women do. Well, men can pay for those services. That's why I want you to dig deeper by looking into the Proverbs 31 woman and using that as a template because your value exceeds cooking and cleaning because men can get that too and do that on their own. But he's usually unfaithful because he does have options and there's so many women and men Men that are desiring high-value men. <laughs> Women that are desiring high-value men. He has un- endless options, okay? Because the average male makes thirty-five to 45000 The average. Now, I know some men are, you know, making twenty-five, And some are making, you know, 95 And there are some men that make... A certain amount of money, higher or lower, but the average is thirty-five to forty-five thousand in America. So to have a man that makes twice as much as the average man that has an appeal to women. So before I talk about the high-quality man, I'll give you my experience with a high-value man. And I feel like in order to attract a high-value man, you need to already be a high-value woman. And if you are interested in dating and even marrying a high-value man, you should have high-value friendships with men to see how they think and how they talk. Because, like I said, most women are living in this fantasy world of what you think it is because it's not everything is cracked up to be. It's not everything that you are thinking. So I'm going to give my perspective, and I've dated several high-value men, men and been in relationships with them. And one thing that they do, they will sweep you off your feet because my daughter's dad was a high-value man. So they will sweep you off your feet. He played professional baseball, and then uh, when he was injured, he he became a mortgage broker and also was in trades and investments. And on our first date, He gave me a gift. It was a diamond necklace. And I was like, oh my God, this is so thoughtful. Anytime he went on any trip for work, he would bring me back all types of gifts. He would spoil me. He came over and he would make breakfast. He would make crepes, chocolate chip crepes with strawberry and whipped cream. I remember he asked me how much did I make in a day? Because I was like, I got to work, I got to work. He was like, no, I want to spend time with you. How much you make? 
And he's like, how about I just give you, pay you that or just give you double that so we can go to Six Flags? Because we both like roller coasters. I mean, very charming, well-dressed, smell good, drive a luxury car, live in a great home. You know, just this ideal, had this preppy demeanor, looked great in suits, usually had a polo shirt, khakis, nice shoes, not, he wasn't, you know, rocking Jordans or anything like that. He was really wearing, like, nice shoes, some loafers and really nice quality shoes. And he proposed to me, and I remember, remember I talked about, if you go back, I talked about instincts that women have, and I knew something was wrong. I didn't know. I loved it. I was swept away. But when he proposed to me, and he asked me, he had a ring and everything, had the diamond ring, and asked me, will you marry me? Will you be my wife? And this was something that I like dreamed. I mean, I never, I'm, I never really dreamed of being a wife. I never dreamed of it. Um, I only dreamed of like speaking and being successful. So I never dreamed of being a wife. Like my friends would tell me how they, you know, pictured their weddings and the kids that they want to have. They already had their names of the kids, and I'm talking high school. But I actually feared being married because of my mother being in an abusive marriage and seeing that a couple times. I was like, uh-uh, that's not for me. I don't want to be married. I want to be like the man. I want to have control because it seems like the man that has control has the power. And he can treat you in any kind of way. And I don't want to give a man that much power. So I, I want to have the power and I don't want to get married. But when he came along, I was like, oh, this, 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 this sounds good, you know. So I was thinking while we were dating, like, it would be nice to be married to him. And when he proposed to me, the first thing I said, because I, you know, you've seen women, they cry and they're just like, oh, my God, yes, 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 I'll marry you. And so I'm kind of thinking it would be like that, you know. You can only imagine what it would feel like for a man to commit and want you to be his wife forever, you know? And so when he asked me, the first thing I said, I mean, in my mind while he's saying this to me, I'm paralyzed. I'm frozen like a deer with headlights. I'm not crying. I'm not excited. I'm not emotional. I'm almost like numb. And I said, can we talk about this? He said, what? talk about what I said can we talk about this we, we hadn't really talked about this he said yes we did I, I said I just want to talk about it he closed that box so fast he got up he was crying he left out the door I didn't run after him because like I said I was I was frozen I'm like I I don't know if I want to do this like I don't I don't know if I want to be your wife I didn't say that I didn't say anything he left I didn't call him. He called me a dozen times that night. I didn't call him. That next morning, I called him. And I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yes, I want to marry you. Please come back. Bring back the ring. I want to marry you. I love you. I, I want to live my life with you. Uh, shortly after we 
found out I was uh, pregnant with our daughter, daughter Christina, that I have now. She'll be, like I said, it's 12. I can't even believe she'll be 12. But um, he came back and he brought the ring. He asked me again, <laughs> proposed to me. And I was like, okay, so what do we do now? He's like, well, we plan the wedding. And I said, okay, well, I want to try on dresses. So he took me over to David's bridal and I tried on dresses. And But it was the very first dress that I tried on. And I said, this is it. This is me. This is what I want to get married in. I cried. I didn't cry for the proposal, but I cried in that wedding dress. I was like, wow, I'm going to be somebody's wife. I'm going to have a family. And I was just, I was just taken away. I was just, I, I still am speechless because I could still see me standing in that gown. And um, the lady said, oh, you look so beautiful. I want you to try everything. I want you to have the, you know, the veil and everything and so she put I tried on everything and I looked at him and he was like oh wow you you look so beautiful he said do you like it you want to try some more and I said no I want it he said okay he said um you can go ahead and take her measurements and we'll get the dress it was like a five thousand dollar dress not including all the accessories and he bought that dress on the spot they took my measurements it was ready in about probably, I want to say four to six weeks. And he picked up this big old dress. <laughs> it was in the back of his Mercedes. And I remember he brought the dress over and I was like, no, you keep it in your closet. Cause I really didn't have as much space for something like that, you know? And so uh, I had the dress, you know, everything's going great. And then here comes Christmas. And by Christmas, I was five months pregnant. And um, he was going to bring the macaroni over for dinner. And he called and he asked, he said, is it okay if one of my friends comes over for Christmas because I don't want my friend having Christmas dinner alone? And I said, sure, no problem. So he comes over and he brings uh, the macaroni, but he didn't bring his friend with him. And I said, what's going on? Where's, where's your friend? He was like, oh, I got to go get him later. He said, so I'll be right back. And he left. We didn't have dinner together. He just dropped off macaroni. So literally hours go by. I don't hear from him. I'm calling him because not only we're going to have dinner, we're going to go see the Christmas lights together. And, you know, it's my first Christmas being pregnant. And I'm just in that moment because, you know, Christmas just makes you just think of love. Just like for me, it makes me think of love and Valentine's Day. And it just makes me just feel so good at Christmas. So Christmas feels like Valentine's Day to me. So I'm all excited to spend Christmas with him. You know, my first Christmas being pregnant. And a week goes by, New Year's passes, and I have not heard from him. Probably right before my birthday, my birthday was January 30th, he calls me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We had such a major issue in our family. My, my sister was in a car accident on Christmas. Uh, once again, I'm numb. I said, Christmas, I'm so sorry to hear that. But that's almost a month. That's weeks ago. You couldn't call me even then on that day? He, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, let me tell you something. 
A man that does not spend Christmas with his woman or any holiday for that matter is cheating. Like, I'm not a fool. I'm a grown woman. The time I was 29, I was like, I'm a grown woman. I know you've been cheating because that's my instincts telling me, hey, he's gone for weeks. He went on some vacation with somebody. And it was right. It wasn't proven right then. I just went off my own instincts. And so I, you know, gave him back his ring and I was like, I don't, I don't want to marry you. I'm not going to spend Christmas by myself when I have a man and especially a fiance. No, you can have this ring back. We had his baby. You know, we can co-parent, but I don't want to be with you. He still came monthly to the doctor's appointments and then as the doctor appointments grew closer like every two weeks and then down to the weekly he was there on the day that I had my daughter our daughter he was not there I called him he was not there I um, my mother was there my aunt had just left her flight was literally the same day that I had the, my daughter but she had just left and so my mother was there my mother cut the umbilical cord but he was not there this high value man and I I filed for child support and they it was signed um by a woman I'm like who is this woman I couldn't get a hold of him I'm like who is this woman and um when I saw the the name the full name I was like that's some I remember that name he mentioned this is you know somebody he was in high school with was his high school sweetheart well, it was at his address. And I was, he's been cheating on me with his high school. He's probably been cheating on me this whole time. And when he finally came around, which is probably when my daughter was a year old, and he asked if he could see her, because I said, you can see her anytime. I let send messages. I want you to be active in her life. And he sent me um, a message asked if he could see her for her birthday. And I said, yes. And that's when he told me, he was like, I'm so sorry. It was, I, you know, everything that we had was real. But I have this history with her and I just really couldn't break away from her. And, and I let you down and I'm sorry. And, you know, <laughs> All I'm thinking is, I knew it. When I hesitated, when I hesitated to say yes, I knew something was wrong, but I went forward with it. So I'm telling you this, if you have a feeling, it's probably right. Nine times out of 10 is correct. Don't doubt it. So this was this high value man. And to this day, he has not been consistent. He pops up every blue moon, does not pay child support. And so just because a man has money doesn't mean he has quality, that he has integrity. It doesn't mean he is valuable. Most men, not all, but most high value men tend to cheat. They also are emotionally unavailable. They're disconnected. They don't really know how to comfort you. They know how to solve problems. If you have a problem, they're going to fix it. Because like I said, they're alpha males. 
but just to have them emotionally connected to you and bond with you and understand you're grieving or you're hurting they don't they don't do that they're they're emotionally unavailable and a lot of them are not mentally present even when they're sitting right beside you laying beside you it seems like their mind is off somewhere else they're usually thinking about work or something else that they need to work on and fix a lot of them deal with insomnia some have health issues as they get older and they don't focus on those health issues they end up having erectile dysfunction and they end up having to take pills for that i'm just telling you the truth ladies this is but from my opinion and my experience and a lot of them have sexual perversions. So when people would ask me, you know, especially in my 30s, well, so I'm trying to date and be a single mother. And then I get into, I remember I got into this one particular relationship. And um, this guy, he was, um, like I said, he was, he was successful. And he seemed like he values spending quality time with me. And we had been in a relationship for almost a year, which was long for me after having my daughter. Like, I hadn't been in a long relationship. And we were together for it over a year. And I remember it was a Halloween. I'll never forget. It was Halloween. And he said, what do you want to do for Halloween? And I said, well, I'm having a, a party for the neighborhood with the, for the kids. So anything that's not with kids anything adult that's what I want to do anything around adults I do not want to be around kids tonight and he said okay I got you so he came he said Have, keep your costume on I'll, I'll get you uh, after the, your uh, party so he picked me up we go to this I'm in Atlanta at the time we go to this really dark place and I thought it was a strip club and I've gone to strip clubs before so I was like okay that doesn't bother me but the bouncer, he was like, hey, he, he said hey to him. Like, how do you know him? Like, as far as I'm concerned, he's always working. And uh, he has a card. He has a membership card. He pulls out this membership card. I said, you had a membership card to the strip club? And the bouncer laughed. He's like, this ain't a strip club. And I said, what? What is this? Because it was completely black, like all blacked out. I said, what is this? He said, you ain't tell your lady what this is? And he was like, oh, she, 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 she down for it. She said she wanted to do something adult related. I said, what is this? He said, it's a swingers club. I said, you have a membership to a swingers club? And he said, yes. What's the big deal? It's no different than, you know, going to a strip club or, you know, a sports bar. I said, uh, the difference is... Do you have sex with these people? Well, it is a swingers club. So he's looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm looking at him like, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, so you're basically coming out here having sex with strangers. He's like, it's not like that. I said, how would you feel? Now, this was the kicker. Now, that was all crazy, right, to me. Some of you might think, well, what's the big deal? Because you never know what people's perversions are. And they don't even think it's perversions. But 
I asked him, I said, how would you feel? Because I'm feeling all cheated and just disgusting and gross at this time. Because I'm thinking, oh, my God, all the times we've been intimate, he was having sex with strangers. Uh, so I asked him, how would you feel if you walked in on me with another man? How would you feel? And with no hesitation, he said, I would just join in. I said, what? He said, I would just join in. And then I said, are you bisexual? He said, nah. But it wouldn't bother me. I said, oh my God, take me home. I said, I wanted a monogamous relationship. I wanted a faithful relationship. He said, I'm not unfaithful. Like, they have it twisted in their mind. He says, I'm not unfaithful. I am faithful to you. I spend time with you. I'm committed to you. This is just something I do for leisure. We don't have to tell everybody, each other, everything. I'm like, this is major. Take me home and don't ever call me again. Like, just, just delete me from your mind. So they have these, they either want, you know, the swinger lifestyle, orgy lifestyle, bringing women into the room. Some men have asked me numerous times for their fantasy of having a threesome. A, a lot of them have these feet fetishes. So some people say, why are you ain't with somebody? Why are you haven't been with somebody? And I'm in Atlanta, which is like the, the, the sin capital of the world. And these successful men have all these crazy perversions. I didn't never, I never told them that. I just held myself accountable. Like, oh, you know, I'm still, you know, hoping, you know, I can meet somebody. And sometimes we just have this disconnect of compatibility. You know, I try to keep it politically correct. But the reality is their perversions are so far-fetched to me. Because I thought, man, okay, I'm, I'm open-minded when it comes to intimacy. I'm open-minded. Uh-uh. You can't even imagine the things that a man would imagine if he could have anything in anybody he wants. It's beyond your imagination. So the high-value men that I've been with is, some, is, is something more than just you know, having this man and he's making money. I've never had one that just said, hey, Helena, I'm going to take care of all your bills and all your expenses and everything. You know, I have had them. They they always pay for the check. I haven't dated a, a high value man that thought I was going to pay for a check. They always pay for the check. They pay for all the activities and everything because it doesn't mean anything to them. It's not a lot for them to pay $100, $200 for a dinner. It doesn't mean a lot to send you to the spa for a couple of hundred dollars or pay for a trip. But all the sacrifices that come on the end to just have somebody that's just not mentally present and emotionally connected to you. There are some sacrifices with this. It's not the fantasy. This great man look good, smell good. And if you do want a high value man, you say, oh, OK, everyone isn't the same. And, and true, everyone is not the same. And you attract this high-value man and you're together with him. Make sure that you are a high-value woman as well. So you don't feel like stuck, like in a trap. Like this person is taking care of everything. So 
you feel like you can't get out because you don't you won't be able to afford the same kind of lifestyle so I'm just not to say go into a situation just thinking of a way to get out but don't a lot of them are controlling so I don't want you to feel like you're you're stuck in the situation you should still have your own your own money your own everything and and if you have things together they should be in both your names we've watched waiting to exhale haven't we Okay, so that's a high-value man. A high-quality man, to me, is my kind of guy. <laughs> I'd rather be with a high-quality man than a high-value man, okay? A high-quality man, and I can take you to Psalms 37, 23, because I can't even find anything really in the Bible about a high-value man other than First Timothy we can look at that real quick. Let's look at First Timothy six nine. This is for hot value. Those who want to be rich, however, fall into temptation and become ensnared by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation. And that's exactly what I'm saying. They have so many options that they end up lacking character. So, as I said, let's go ahead and look at the high quality man. Psalm 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. The steps of a good man. Okay. Now, a quality man may also make six figures, but his worth is just not based on money. His worth is based on God. It's based on him following steps and guidance from God. His values are, he is a gentleman. He respects women. It's true what they say, ladies. Uh, when a man doesn't respect his mother, when he doesn't respect his mother, are the women in his life there there's something about him that he will not respect about you too they are usually not going to treat you better than the other women in their life it was one other thing I meant to say about high value men they tend to be um, self-absorbed borderline narcissists and male chauvinists I haven't figured out the term for a woman because most women, we want the protector and provider. And that's what most male chauvinists know. They know that there are roles and clearly defined roles between men and women. But we expect him to be the protector and provider. But what should he expect from you? You're like, I don't want to cook and clean. I don't want to do all these things that traditional women do. But you have to decide and know what do you what should he hold you accountable? So it's, if he's a chauvinist, what is what are you for 
expecting him to do those things. So I'm thinking you shouldn't expect him to do those things unless you're going to be held accountable to being this role for him too. And a lot of high value men, their role, the role that they see that you provide is good food and good sex and look good. You're you're a trophy. Back to the high quality man. He is a gentleman. He respects women. He is respectful. He is considerate. He opens doors. He walks on the car side of the street. He is direct. He is direct. He is the person that makes decisions. And you trust his decisions because he makes some good decisions. Not everyone is perfect, but he makes some good decisions. And the the best thing about a quality man is he is faithful. Now, although there are a lot of men that cheat, but there are also a lot of men that are faithful. Just ask yourself, am I a cheater? You look good. You smell good. You make money. Are you a cheater? Because usually when a woman says she's single, she's single, single. Like she may be single for two years and not had sex with anybody. A lot of times when a man says he's single, he just got out of bed with somebody, just had sex last night. So we're, we're faithful. If you can be faithful and you got it going on, there's some men out there that got it going on and they're faithful. He has integrity. If he says he's going to do something, he does it. Even something as small as, I'm a, I got to call, I'm going to call you right back. And guess what he does? He calls you right back. If he says, we're going to go out this weekend, grab your beach blanket, we're going to the beach. I'm going to take you out to dinner. He's going to keep his word. He is honest. Have you ever been around an honest man? It's a good feeling. It, it provides a sense of trust for you. Like, I can trust him. He's honest and it, it all lines up. It's a good feeling. He is mature. I don't like when I'm texting and just meeting a man and all I get is a lot of LOLs and smiley faces and laughs. I'm like, what's so funny? Like, we're just meeting each other. Everything is not LOL. Like, you really laughing out loud? You really falling on the floor? Is it really that funny? I like a mature man. He has a positive attitude. He looks for you for advice. He respects your opinion. He wants your suggestions. There is a degree of excellence when it comes to a quality man. He has a high social standing. So he may not be the attorney or the doctor, but he may be the teacher, have plumbing or air conditioning, cooling services, landscaping business, he may be a truck driver. He may do construction. He may, like I said, have some blue collar profession. He may not have gone to college. He may have no degrees. 
may have barely passed high school. But he is still a quality man because he has these traits. And most importantly, he values you and he is faithful to you. Just because a man has a lot of money, do you know some of these men are still broke? Still paying back so much debt and in debt up to their eyeballs that a man that is a custodian has more money because he knows how to save. My thing is, hey, as long as you can pay for our first date, because I feel like if a man invites you on a date, he should pay. But I also feel that way. If I invite you, I should pay. But if a man invites you and it's usually that first date, I really feel like you should pay. And I know some men argue about that. It should be Dutch. You know how much money men come out of for dating? No, I'm not going on a man that's like really going to have a fit about a first date because I've even gone on first dates where it could be us walking at the park or going hiking every date doesn't have to cost money if a person is concerned about that but the fact that you brought it up and are so animate about it I won't even go out with a man that has made any inkling that he doesn't want to pay for a date and they're really not that, that expensive or they can be free but as long as you can pay for the date and we can chip in and plan some vacations and go on some road trips and travel I'm fine I'm fine I, I, I it doesn't matter to me how much you make as long as you have um, some self-control you, you know you're responsible you can take care of your your bills your expenses I, don't, I do not <laughs> want to take care of man so I also don't do not want him to feel like he has to take care of me so we both should be coming to the table, able-bodied adults to take care of ourselves and be able to do some things fun for each other and with each other. So it doesn't matter to me how much he makes, as long as he's responsible and, and we can still do fun things together. So ask yourself, what do you really want you know do you really want this man making all this money and you know i already told you some pros and cons because he's charming attractive i mean he's somebody who like you know posts and brag about seeing your friends like man this is my man and like i said he may be everything to you because just because you know he makes a lot of money and he's successful doesn't necessarily mean that he's unfaithful but a lot of them are but not all of them and high quality to me I, I prefer a high quality man just someone whose steps are ordered by God he values God and he values women and what he does he has excellence in what he does so whatever he does he does it with excellence i don't care what your profession is as long as you take pride in it i don't want somebody just mediocre throwing things together i i really value and i've told you this before in another podcast i value a man that takes initiative and has self-discipline and is self-confident and motivated who's not lazy and who has emotional control i mean i'm I'm sticking to that. So that's my take on high value versus high quality. 
But even back to our very first assignment, which was to write down everything you want in a man and you become everything that you want to attract that man. Ask yourself, based on the things that I want, what kind of man do I want? Is he a high value man or is he a high quality man? Oh, I'm sorry. Before I close, I will tell you the disadvantages of this high quality man. Because as I say, he may not have that um, elite professional status and, you know, that uh, college degree and things of that nature. But what, what are his cons? What should you watch out for him? And he's a man. So nobody is perfect. So he may make mistakes. We need you to be patient. I don't have a laundry list of negatives for high quality, but what I will say is as women, we're very hard on quality men. It's like we give a pass to men that are charming with money. We give a pass to that high value man, but a high quality man, he may look average. He may not be your dream guy. He may not look like who, like who, who would, who would I say is fine? Who I think we all think Idris is fine, right? Um, Method Man looks fine. I'm like he is getting sexier with time, but he may not look like that. He may look average. He may not be, um, you know, look like he's ripped with six pack. He may just have an average shaped body and, you know, he may not look exactly like that high value, charming man, but he's a good man. But as far as us women, we are so quick to, if somebody says, this quality man says one thing that you don't like, you block them and delete them. You delete them and block them. You're done. You don't even give a man a chance. But men don't come out and know everything about you and everything that you don't like. Give them a chance. You will surprise yourself for so hard on men. They don't look the way we want them to look. They didn't say what we wanted them to say. They don't communicate the way that we want them to communicate. And we're, we kick them to the curb. And they kick us to the curb too. Women are getting blocked and deleted and ghosted too. But... That would be my only thing about the high quality man is he may not look the way that you have packaged your ideal mate to look, but give him a chance. You may be surprised. Don't be so quick to just delete and block every single person in your life. Everybody is not disposable. These are human beings. But... You make the decision what's best for you. And even though I have these categories, they could be cross-referenced. I mean, you know, high quality may have some of the same traits as high value. High value may have some of the same traits as high quality. But I have seen a difference in the man that makes a lot of money versus a man that makes a modest income. All right, ladies, so that's class for today. Have a good day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.